Blog Talk Radio. December 21st, 2016, and in just a moment, I am going to bring on the line Sonia Grace. It is always such an honor and a blessing and a joy to bring Sonia on this program. Sonia has released a wonderful new book, Spirit Traveler. Unlocking Ancient Mysteries and Secrets of Eight of the World's Great Historic Sites. And we have had Sonia on, oh, we've been just so blessed to have Sonia on a number of times talking about her previous books, um, Become an Earth Angel, Advice and Wisdom for Finding Your Wings, and also um, Living in Service, that's the whole title, and Earthways. Healing Medicine for the Soul, a Practical Guide for Ceremonies for the Earth. And and, and that's where we're at today is um, we are experiencing a, a living ceremony today, um, honoring our connection to the Earth. Sonia is such a wonderful guide to have here with us today. She has been helping people for over three decades now. She is going to be on Coast to Coast AM Friday night. I'm excited to be listening to that on Friday. And she's been on it before. She's been on George Norrie's Beyond Belief Gaia TV program more than once. And she has workshop appearances and retreats world wide which are just um just such a wonderful blossoming um um gift that she is giving to all of us and her website is soniagrace.com and i am just so happy to bring sonia back on the air with us today hi sonia it's nice to have you here <laughs> Hi, Susan. Thank you. Aloha. I'm talking to you from the North Shore of Oahu today, and I send a big aloha hug to you. Oh, I can feel it. And yes, I I am just, I can feel the beauty all around you. Mm-hmm. And, and of course, you know, I'm here 
at, in the the wonderful Pacific Northwest, and oh my goodness, the sun is just shining onto the the forest that I can see from here, and the mists in the background. Mm-hmm. It's sort of a misty forest, and with sun and mist. Now, isn't that symbolic for the solstice? Beautiful, beautiful. Well, it is the winter solstice today, and I'm so happy that we get to talk. Um, it's it's a real time for everyone to release the things that they don't need or want in their lives anymore and to really set the tone and the intention of what they want for the coming year. So this is a really important day for everyone to keep their mind and their heart connected as one and really release what you don't need and welcome the new. Yes, yes. Ah. You know, that, that just couldn't come at a more perfect time for, for so many of us, isn't it? It seems like more and more, Sonia, and, and I know you talk about our multidimensional reality in your work, we are experiencing a synchronistic life more and more because I'm definitely having some synchronistic things happening to me today that are amazing that they would be timed mm-hmm. on the solstice. And yet they are, and that's the way spirit seems to be working with more with us more and more. That's right. That's right. And and this kind of synchronicity, um, people being more telepathic, having more sort of intuition, feelings, understanding, knowingness, all of that is a part of this higher frequency that we're in, the fifth dimension we've moved yeah. out of the fourth dimension into the fifth. And so it's, 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 we are trailblazers. <laughs> we are, we are blazing yeah. a new path because we have yeah. never in all of our lifetimes that we have reincarnated on earth we have never been in the fifth dimension. So this is really new territory for everyone. Yes. Yes. So much so. You know, Sonia, I wonder if others out there might feel this way. It seems like, although this isn't the only year I've experienced this, but, you know, when you say we're trailblazers, um, sometimes it, it, um, if we stand outside of ourselves, we realize it takes real courage, and we know we've done this in other lives because we kind of we stand outside the so-called norm of, of our society, mm-hmm. and, and yet we know that we're on the path where humanity needs to go. And, and so I know there are people out there who are feeling kind of like they're out of place and maybe don't know mm-hmm. where they're going next. And it's like, mm-hmm. how do we, we shift that into, into a positive way of you're not out of place, it, it, you're just not in the same reality as everybody else. Right, right. And that's a really good way of putting it. But, but what I want to add to that is we, our vibration as humans has to raise so that we match the vibration that's coming in. And, and on top of the fifth dimensional vibration, we have cosmic rays and solar winds and solar storms and all of this influence from the cosmos coming into earth. So we're affected by that as well. And we receive sort of these, you know, big uh, waves of energy that we have to assimilate and really kind of surrender to, if you will. So, because if we resist it, it's just, 
you know, I mean, it's, it's futile. We can't resist this yeah. stuff. We have to really embrace that there is a big change. So as we all try to find our place in this, it can feel as if we don't have a home or a place or where do I belong? Or, you know, I was talking to someone yesterday, they were thinking about moving and, you know, where do I move? What's the best? I don't know where to go on planet earth. And honestly, Mm -hmm. that's true for everyone. We don't know where to go because we're all feeling this phase of humanity that we've been in since the, the end of the last ice age until now is coming to a close. And we all yeah. feel it. So as we are having, you know, sort of this separation anxiety and, oh, my God, what's going to happen? We, the best thing we can all do is really stay grounded and really go within so that what you're anchoring into, what you're feeling secure within is your soul body. Because truly your soul body is infinite in its experiences. It will go on forever. And this physical body is what, you know, is sort of the, the car that you're driving in this lifetime, and you'll have another car in the next lifetime. And we're not all going to die at the end of this phase of humanity, but there is a new group of beings, star seeds that are being born, many on the planet now, that are going to take on this next phase of humanity. And many of us, like you and I, Susan, have been here for hundreds and hundreds of lifetimes since Lemuria and Atlantis, and, uh, and we're getting ready to go. And I can't tell you how many people call me when I do, you know, sessions with people all day long, and they say, I'm so done. I so want to be done. I'm ready to go somewhere else. Mm-hmm. And, <laughs> and it's, it's funny, you know, people are totally tuned into it, whether they're consciously aware of what they're saying or not. You know, they're, they're tuned in. Yeah. Yeah, you know it's it's strange you should say that because I I mean I feel that that we many of us have have quite a bit of of work yet to do and yet there's also that feeling lately you hit on it of release. Mm-hmm. I, and I was kind of viewing it as huh, you know, this must be a normal way when you're aging, you know, or I don't feel mm-hmm. that old, but I mean, yeah, sure. I mean, mm-hmm. I'm I'm I don't mind saying I'm in my early 50s and I thought this must be what it feels like as you start to release the world kind of to the next group that that is coming in. Mm-hmm. And yet what you mm-hmm. say, Sonia, it's more than that. It's not just oh, we're getting older and and this is this is what happens, and I'm sure it does. It's more than that. There's something really coming in that is strong. Right. And, and what about some of the, us are going to be them? <laughs> I mean, you know, that's the other part right. of it we right. don't think about is we're not done. I mean, we're coming back. <laughs> right. Well, you know, Susan, what I describe in my, my new book, Spirit Traveler, is back at the end of the Ice Age, roughly around 10,000 B.C., these huge portals opened up all over the earth and these portals are like signals from the earth to the cosmos saying, okay, we're ready to start a new phase of humanity. And all these demigods come through the Norse gods, the Greek gods, the Hindu gods, the Tibetan gods, all these different, I call them demigods come through and help create in the area that they come through a new phase of humanity. And these, these demigods are also what I call star beings. They're from various places in the universe. They have had a huge effect on our 
existence, on our development, and certainly our art and, and things that we have found in ancient times depicts these gods, depicts all kinds of activity from the stars. So I talk a lot about this in my book, and I talk about how each phase of humanity is literally sort of molded and created by these demigods. They're not like humans. Humans are not the, you know, superior end-all of end-all, you know, beings in the universe. We're, we're actually, as souls, we're, we are infinite in our experience, but as humans, we're quite young. Um, so we, we kind of get full of ourselves and think that we're almighty and powerful, but really we're not. There's some much more developed um, beings in the cosmos that can take physical form or go into their spirit form. Then there's the demigods who are way more developed and much larger in, in their presence, and they have a, a completely different experience within the universe experience from us. And then, of course, there's God or the creator or whatever people refer to that sort of being that we all look to. And the planets have souls. That's why we call Gaia or Mother Earth, Mother Earth, that she has a soul body in her. So does Venus. So does Mars. So does Jupiter. So do all the planets have soul bodies. So everything's alive. As we know, we know that there's, you know, our, our pets and our plants have soul bodies, you know, uh, plant spirits. And, you know, we get excited about connecting with that stuff. Well, it goes all through the universe. And it's a big place. And there's a lot of things going on. And there's a lot of that energy that's coming to Earth right now. And we're being influenced by various uh energies of the cosmos and it can be really confusing for people it can be sort of um you know difficult for people to deal with uh there's a lot of things going on in the world that's causing almost post-traumatic stress for people depression you know hopelessness and i'm telling you if there is a message that i want all the listeners to hear me say today it is my message for 2017 is hope. We must uh, yeah. carry hope within our hearts, our minds, and our soul bodies. We must keep that hope alive because it is us, all of us, who are setting the tone and paving the way for the children. And if we are hopeless and have no hope, what are they going to have? That's not fair for them. So we have to, we're going to have to really reach down deep into our soul body and say, oh, bing, here's that little ray of hope I know exists at all times. And we need to let it expand and fill up our whole bodies and be the, the ray of hope for all of the kids, all of the people in your community, all of the people that you touch and affect in your lives. You know, you know, Sonia. Many years ago, I had a really powerful um, spiritual emergence, and a an aspect of that experience because I had to walk through um, some of my own fears was um, were basically three 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 words: um, hope springs eternal. Um, mm-hmm. That no matter no matter what 
we are experiencing, and it's true what you say, there is a kind of despair out there still. And and mm-hmm. even within the metaphysical community, truthfully, Sonia, I'm seeing, um, you know, just people kind of in shock, like, like what's going on? <laughs> it's like, why is mm-hmm. the world doing mm-hmm. You know, or even that that classic yes. asking of why, you know, why, you know, but and, you know, why are we seemingly going to a low vibrational place, you know, or um, yes. and, and why didn't it? So, so what you're telling us, though, is, um, you know, perhaps it really is the lesson of hope is that you're, you're not going to have that lesson unless you, you see the clash of the vibrations. But, but do um, talk to us, Sonia, about that. I know you talked a little bit about this at the Equinox, too, but it's still lingering. Um, really, there can be this battle going on between despair and hope, even among those who, who do their, you know, they, they, they are conscious on the planet, and um, I I wonder what words of even more hopeful encouragement you could you could offer to us. Okay, well, what we are experiencing the end of dualism. We measure everything in our human experience outside of ourselves in what's known as the duality. It's good. It's bad. It's hot. It's cold. It's right. It's wrong. And we get really, as humans, we get really locked into that because that's our measuring system. But in fact, as souls, as infinite beings traveling the universe, we have that measuring system within our soul body. And it's much more accurate. It's not filtered with news and media and, you know, this, all this influence of society and how we think we're supposed to be. It's the purest form. That's why I keep saying we have to go within and really do the processing and really get at the emotional wounds that we're carrying so we can heal, so we can hear that, that, inner, that inner system that really navigates us and helps us to know innately within us, this is right, no, this doesn't feel right, this is not good. You know, we have that in us. And this, this whole feeling of hope, is is we're going to basically go into a lot of darkness before it gets light because mm-hmm. that's part of this dualism coming to a close. And so we swing. The pendulum swings really, really far, and then it swings back really, really far because we're way out of balance. And in yes. this out-of-balance state, we're experiencing all of this darkness, which could get much darker. I will say that as, um, you know, something to be prepared for. And in that darkness, the task, if you will, the real, you know, the real endurance of our spirit is holding that hope, holding that space that we know what the light is. We know what, what love is. We know what goodness is. We hold that within ourselves, not expelling it outside of ourselves. So we're making the pendulum swing some more. We're, we're discovering it and holding that space within us. And when you go deep enough into the goodness and the hope and all of it, when you go deep enough, you will find a space that is called inner peace. And that inner peace overrides everything else. And it becomes the vibration 
that literally will, you know, transform us into a different dimension, a different reality. And, uh, you know, Susan, some of your listeners know me really well, and some of your listeners don't know me at all. But I am a no-nonsense kind of gal. I'm very practical. I'm very, yeah, I'm very real. I'm very grounded. And when I say that we might actually have some kind of cosmic experience of literally, uh, you know, quantum physics transforming into a different state of being or reality, I'm not kidding. But it's going to take so much trust and so much hope and so much releasing of everything. We have to release this stuff that we keep holding on to, the illusion. Let it go. It's old stuff. We've been there. We've done it before. You know, and I can hear listeners saying, I can hear you guys. You're saying, well, yeah, but what about this? I mean, we're going to have to deal mm-hmm. with this. And what about that? And, you know, what about the environment? They're tearing, you know, they're ruining the yeah. environment. Yeah. It's all, it's all true. It's all true. But, but I encourage everyone to hold in your mind and your heart the future that you want to have. Hold that vision in your mind and your heart. Hold it for your children. Because our hearts combined with our intelligence can create an incredible reality if we want. But if we allow ourselves to go into fear and go into all of the, you know, kind of the lower vibrational stuff, yeah, it's going to roll right downhill and we're going to go exactly where everybody thinks we're going. (laughs) Mm -hmm, (laughs) So mm -hmm, it's really up mm -hmm. to us. We have the power if, you know, in, in a sense, we have the power, but it has to come from within each one of us. We have to carry that inner peace and let it expand and let it, you know, let your neighbors and family and community feel it within you. And I don't mean doing anything. You don't have to go outside and open your mouth. I mean, it's a state of being that you are walking with. See, it, it, takes, yeah. it takes a lot of trust for people to do this. It's so easy to jump outside of yourself and go, oh, well, nobody's going to get that. Oh, well, that doesn't matter. Well, my energy doesn't matter. Well, I don't matter. And that's the bottom line. I don't matter. And there's a lot of people on earth who feel they don't matter. And yeah. I'm telling you, let my words touch your heart. You do matter. Each one mm-hmm. of you matters more than anything. More than life itself, each one of you matters. And it's so important to feel that right in your heart. And I hope the listeners really feel my words in your heart. You matter. Oh, that's so important for people to say. Please mm-hmm. say that on Coast to Coast too, Sonia. Mm-hmm. That audience yes. so needs to hear it too. Because I mm-hmm. think that um, people lose sight of just how loved we really are. I mean, that's what it means to matter is, mm-hmm. is that, mm-hmm. you know, the the earth, <clears throat> in fact, let's talk about the earth and, you know, not just the universe mm-hmm. or the multiple, the earth itself loves her children and, mm-hmm. and we are on the solstice. And, and you might be, of course, you know, there are many people at this time of year for the holidays who are by themselves. And that can mm-hmm, be mm-hmm. a challenging time. Perhaps they've lost a loved one or, you know, so many things can mm-hmm. happen. Although, um, you know, we know they're always with us when there's no losing, mm-hmm. really. Um, so so knowing 
that, I mean, maybe part of when I hear you say you matter, I also hear you say you're not alone. And and, and that mm-hmm. seems to, I can mm-hmm. hear that being mm-hmm. shouted as well. <laughs> that we're, yeah. we're not alone. Yeah. No, but we do get lonely. Everybody gets lonely. Mm-hmm. I've known mm-hmm. people who are in a house of, you know, 10 people and they're lonely. And that oh, loneliness yeah. has to do with, with the, with the real, the core wound, which is the, that we feel separated from source, from God, from creator. Mm-hmm. There's some feeling of separation, you know, Oh, well, Sonia, I meditate and nothing happens. And I pray every day and nothing happens. Well, let go of your expectations. Maybe you're meant to sit in nothing, in nothingness so that you can become nothing. And believe me, I am nothing. I have allowed myself to completely embrace being nothing. And in that nothingness, I find that that's when I start to experience everything. But again, it takes a lot of trust. We have to trust the process and trust that creator really is there for us so that we can experience being nothing so that the ego yeah. can disengage and no longer feel it has to participate in being something. And that's, you know, that's a big, big step for a lot of people. And I encourage all the listeners, you know, keep taking those steps. Each step you take gets you closer to what you're trying to get to. And, you know, this whole notion of some spiritual utopia, you know, enlightenment, it's like, oh, my God, you know, what <laughs> – I'm sorry, we're all here to dig ditches, and that's what we're going to do. And the ditches that we're digging are getting, our, getting our karma resolved, working through our karma. If we had our karma resolved, none of us would be here. We'd be out in the cosmos doing other things. So, you know, it's really about doing the work and going within and feeling what those emotional wounds are and processing with the inner child and really working on clearing yourself of this pain or this story that you carry around that you tell everybody 10 times, you know, these things are patterns, cycles repeating. And if you're holding on to something really traumatic from the past, you're, you know, it's like an emotional arrest. You're, you, you're, you're still there. And I'm, I'm really happily here to tell you all, we can let that stuff go today. It's winter solstice. Write it down, put it in the fireplace, let it burn up, and then sit down in your prayer and your meditation and tell the universe what it is you'd like to manifest for this next year. Yes. Yes. And hopefully the first thing on your list is, I want to go to Sonia's meditation retreat. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, <laughs> and and you, you have so many things that, that you do to help people. You know, there was something you said that got me because it was synchronistic for me. Um, I was yesterday... I was um, on my Facebook feed where it's, you know, the on this day feed. And I was looking back, and of course today I'm sure it's there. It's it's looking back at December 20th and December 21st, 2012. Mm -hmm. And how so Mm -hmm. many of us, you know, we didn't know what was going to happen that day. What was going to happen? You know, it was some dramatic, you know, when you talk about are we going to be in this, this suddenly blissful place, you know, heaven all of a sudden. 
and and none of that happened. And so I remember blogging after about, you know, kind mm-hmm. of the 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 after December twenty first um, um, blues, just just um, somewhat somewhat jokingly in a way, because um, right. because you know you tell us we're not here on Earth to be where we were. I mean, if we if we we were on Earth to to be in that, so we wouldn't be on Earth, <laughs> like you say. I right. Mean, that doesn't mean, but but there's a subtlety, Sonia, that I'd like you to to talk about. I mean, that does not dismiss that we are raising our vibration and that we're going into another dimension. It doesn't mean kind of all or nothing, you know. That Earth is just, you know, the that doesn't mean that we're not bringing it higher. It's just. It, we're here for a very, very good reason, and we're not here to just um, sit around. <laughs> and, and, right, and right. We, we really do have, <laughs> yes, exactly. We have a lot of work to do. I think the hard part for people is that a lot of people carry a huge amount of pain. You know, yeah. they lost a parent. Um, they were abused as a child. They went through a horrible divorce. You know, whatever, There's, there's this, these pain pockets in people. And, and so to get to that place of, you know, somehow finding their inner peace, it's like there's, there's no doorway because the pain is too much. It's like, no, I can't get past this because I, I, and really, you know, what happens with that is somewhere in that person's past as a small child, there was an event, an emotional wound that actually was the beginning of that event that then took place as an adult. So the person who went through a horrible divorce and is bitter and angry still that that their husband left them with, you know, four children, you've got an emotional wound with this person back at one years old when their dad left their mother and their mother ended up raising them on her own with nothing. And they were poor. You see, it's the the pattern actually starts when we're really little. Some patterns get started when we're still in our mother's womb. So these events that take place in our adult life are actually a reenactment of that feeling, that energy. It's a completely different scenario. It's a Broadway production that looks nothing like the childhood but it's still the same feeling. So that's what we have to discern and figure out and go in and excavate and heal. And I I think it's very important when, you know, for the people that are listening to the show, when you find that pain, you know, that pocket of pain and you can't get out of it to just close your eyes and have a talk with that inner child. You know, love them, give them what they need and really help them to feel secure and loved and valued. It'll give you strength to deal with the things that you have to deal with as an adult. Yeah, yeah, that's, yeah. that's so important, so important. Um, you know, Sonia, I would like to spend a little bit of time um, Talking about your book a little bit more, um, and and perhaps mm-hmm. we really will schedule a show in the future where that's the main focus. Because um, this book that you've created, which I still um, am looking forward to spending much more time with, is quite an in-depth exploration, Sonia. And I'm talking mm-hmm. about Spirit mm-hmm. Traveler, um, right? And and I it's it's amazing how you explore 
these historic sites. And I think the first question that people will ask is, is what does it mean to be a spirit traveler? <laughs> well, it, it is it is it is my experience. It's something that, you know, my guides take me. I don't go there on my own. I'm not astral projecting. I'm literally going into meditation and my body, my experience is my physical body dissolves. There is no body. And my my guides take me. I never go anywhere without them guiding and taking me to wherever we're going to go. And they take me to a site. And by the time we get to that site, which literally it's like, you know, going up, you know, the 30,000 feet and coming back down to earth, um, wherever they're taking me to. And that site, sometimes when we arrive, we've gone back in time. So there is no stones or no structure that now stands today. And every time that I've gone to these different sites, a being, a, a spiritual being who has something to do with the creation of the site comes through and talks to me about it, tells me who built it, why it was built, what it was used for, what ceremonies were done. And it's fascinating. I mean, the information, I could not write this fast enough. But in each chapter, for those of you who haven't read Spirit Traveler yet, I start off the the chapter, the first half, with the known history. This is what we know today. This is what has been discovered thus far. And then I do the second half of the chapter, My Spirit Travels. This is what happened to me. This is what I discovered. So you, the, the reader, can you know, discern for yourself, you know, wow, this, this really uh, takes me into a place that I felt when I went there. When I look at pictures of it, I feel this. And it's, um, you know, it, it, it's such a passion piece for me because we have been served up history our whole lives. For centuries, we've been served up history that is based on the current politics, the, per- the current religion, and, and whatever man is in charge. And I, and I really finally <laughs> just reached the, the end of my rope on that and said, no, uh-huh. it's time for a much deeper look at history and a, in a, a look that is taking us into um, an intuitive base. You know, this is, I, I'm so tuned yeah. in. I have so much of my, you know, sensories are on it just it was really important to me especially with my guides taking me there and showing me what happened and and instructing me to you know share this information I have to tell you though this is a really intense story we went to Cincinnati to do a a festival and I had a table and I was a speaker and all this and for three nights we were there and we were visited by alien beings all three nights. And I had to clear the room and, you know, put protection. And, you know, it wasn't like your friendly alien type beings. They were okay, but they were not, they weren't menacing, but they were definitely, they had an agenda. And I was, and I was so aware that so many people walking through this ginormous festival had aliens in them, you know, had, you know, alien probes, all kinds of stuff. They, it's like, it's like no offense to the people of Cincinnati, but um, 
man, there's a lot of stuff going on there that's really serious. And at the end of the last day, this guy came to my table and he was not human. I, I, I mean this with everything in my being. He was not human. His eyes were black and he locked eyes. He locked his eyes with mine. And I actually waved my hand between our eyes to get him to stop um, locking eyes with me. And he never changed his face. I mean, nothing changed. I had to, like, pull my head, yank my head away and look away. And um, he looked at me again and he said, I want to know how you time travel. And, you know, Susan, I thought, isn't this interesting? The alien community is so aware of what, what a big truth I have told in Spirit Traveler. They're now coming to find me and find out, you know, what this is. He bought my book and walked away with it. And I was laughing. I was thinking, oh, my God, the whole alien community is going to know about Spirit Traveler now. It was funny. But, but it, was, it was also really, you know, kind of alarming because um, it, it, this was not a pleasant experience. This wasn't like when I sit in front of Pleiadians or I, I have communicated with Octurians. You know, they're really pleasant. They're, they're very benevolent feeling. But these guys were not. And this guy was not. And so, you know, Spirit Traveler is a really, um, I think, a very spot-on historic book that shares information that goes far beyond Earth and way into the cosmos. You know, and, it, and it, it, it's, it's revealing. You know, I'm going to ask you, I know we're going to end up talking about this book on another show, and I really would would love to because I'd love to explore some of the different locations. But I feel Mm -hmm. guided to ask you here on this solstice, um, what about Stonehenge, Mm -hmm. Sonia? And and how does that relate to the energy of this day? Well, Stonehenge, you know, it definitely has markers that, it was used during the solstice and the equinox. But the thing about Stonehenge is underneath the ground where those big sarsen stones stand is, is other stones and other, the beginnings of this site. Stonehenge and the other, you know, 900 stone circles throughout the UK are portals. They're all marking these portals. Some of the portals receive energy from, you know, from the cosmos. Some energy leaves the earth out the portal, and some are a two-way street. They receive energy, and earth sends out energy. The portal at Stonehenge is slightly shut down. Um, there's other portals around the U.K. that are much more open. It has to do a lot with how people have sort of abused that energy. But in the time when this when Stonehenge was active and being used, it, it, it was all about fertility. It was all about fertility ceremonies. It's where I call them the ancient ones would hold ceremony with the high priestesses and procreate and bring about a new race of humans. And it was, it was a, a, a really incredible ceremony that took place within this portal the burial mounds came later the reason the burial mounds are next to stonehenge is because when those stones were placed 
that was the ancient one's last statement to humanity. We will always be with you, but we're not coming back. So they placed these giant stones. They made this, this monument so the people would not forget. They wouldn't forget the ceremonies. They wouldn't forget what they taught them. But as humans and as young beings on earth, um, there was a lot of fear and a lot of how come they're not coming back and, you know, fear upon fear upon fear. So they started burying the high priestesses and the, the, you know, the upper echelon next to Stonehenge in hopes that they would make it through the portal and go to the ancient ones and bring them back. So, so it's, it's, a, it's a very powerful place. And I'll tell you, another place that, that I talk about in my book that's really powerful is Hagar Quim. It's on the island of Malta, which is south of Italy. That is the oldest ceremonial site on earth. And it is phenomenal what went on there. It was all about the goddess, all about uh, the, the worshiping the goddess, the feminine principle had everything to do with fertility and childbirth and, you know, procreating. It was all about that. But what was in this incredible uh, structure with these giant stones, just like Stonehenge, you know, these giant stones, was a room. And one side of the room held everything that was good. And you cross the hall and the other room across from it was everything that was dark and bad. And the, 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 the woman who still takes care of this place, who's from Atlantis, she's a goddess, you know, she's a, a deity, a demigod. She explained to me that th- this place was in charge of keeping the balance in the duality. And that's why this room of everything good and this room of everything bad existed because they were there to keep the balance of these two things in the whole, in the whole world. And, it, and believe me, when you guys read the chapter, it's mind blowing because I go much more in depth and I go into these rooms and describe what I experience. It's so cool. I, it's, it's been so wonderful for me to, you know, kind of connect the dots and to be able to share that with people today. Mm -hmm. You know, this is what we're really connected to. You know, the Druids came after this Stonehenge and all of the practice. I I have the Sarsen stones being placed around 4000 BC. And it was shortly after that, that the Druids started to take over the, the high priestess's role and they started reenacting these ceremonies that were done by the ancient ones and putting their own sort of more male dominant twist on it. And it's really interesting to see how that evolution took place from being all about the priestesses to then all about, you know, the Druids, the men. Mm-hmm. You know, right I now, know. Sonia, we kind of, we feel this kind of stark injection of, um, of maleness, not to, not to disparage that, because in balance, I mean, it's wonderful. And yet, it's so odd. And, and mm-hmm. you know, the goddess expresses through men as well. This is not a male-female thing, but there can be that very confrontational, in-your-face, um, um, yeah. patriarchal energy that we feel mm-hmm. invest in, injected 
into the world right now. Mm-hmm. And yet the goddess mm-hmm. energy is at work, isn't it? <laughs> the gentle goddess it, energy is here. It is. It is. And and I think and I think we're all being reminded that even back when it was the goddess was being worshipped and women were more revered in that way, um, there was an abuse of power as well. Just as men then took charge, took over, and there's been an abuse of power. What we're really headed towards is a, a balancing, if you will, of the male and female energy. But, you know, until we go within, until we do the work inside of ourselves and balance that male and female aspect within ourselves, you know, it's it's going to be a, a little bit wonky on the outside. So, <laughs> yes. you know, we, yeah. we, we, I, I encourage everybody to disengage a little bit with how much you're investing in what's going on outside of you and start doing the work inside. Because I think the effect, although this requires a lot of trust, I said that earlier, the effect is so much more long-lasting. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. That's, the, that's the key, isn't it? You know, I think I'm yes, going to take a is. few minutes here. What I would suggest, since as usual, how how is it we've been talking 45 minutes, Sonia? <laughs> I don't know. It goes so fast <laughs> with you. Um, but what I'd like to do now is I thought that we would first talk a little bit about the work that you're doing. I know that you have something going on in just a little bit in Hawaii. I would I think we would all love mm-hmm. to be brought there energetically in a bit, but also mm-hmm. just talk to the people about the sorts of things you are doing worldwide. And then maybe after that we could enter into some kind of a uh, a ceremony, a mystical um, discussion, a little bit uh, related to this time. And so, so um, if you could, sure, could explore sure. just a little bit what you're doing with people, because there are just so many things. I know. Thank you. Um, well, tonight I'm doing a winter solstice ceremony and meditation at Turtle Bay Resort here on the North Shore of Oahu, and I'm going to be taking people into a meditation where they can release what they have been carrying around with them and really set the the tone and the intention for what they want to manifest in 2017. I really see this time of year as, you know, the closure. It's like we're closing the year and we're going to open to the light and we're going to welcome the light of this next year. And, and, you know, we're going to have to put all of our, snarky pessimism aside and really, really get back into trusting at a much deeper level. Then on the 28th, I'm going to be doing a couples workshop, whether you're a couple or not, you can come, but it's, it's again at Turtle Bay Resort on the North Shore of Oahu. And I'm going to be going into, you know, what is getting created, why we're setting things up, he doesn't hear me. How come she doesn't ever do what I ask her to do? We're going to really go into that in a very, you know, deep, intensive three-hour workshop. Then in March, I've got the creation of love. It's a meditation retreat at Turtle Bay in Oahu. And this is March 9th through 12th, and it's going to be a fabulous four days of really exploring a much deeper vibration of love that connects us completely to the universe, creator, the earth, everything. And it's going to be um, 
pretty intensive as far as, you know, processing and really getting into some of the deeper aspects of the wounded self. Um, in May, May 10th through the 14th, I'm going to be teaching a meditation retreat called Earth Medicine in Forres, Scotland, which is right outside of Findhorn. And this is going to be all about earth energies. It's going to be connecting with earth energies and really learning how these different energies from the earth can help us and really, you know, instigate healing and a, a, a much deeper understanding. Um, I've also got something really fun. Um, in October, I'm going to be doing a, a retreat called Earth Circle, and it's, um, it's outdoors. It's going to be sort of a camping experience, but it's mm-hmm. at a really cool, cool place called um, Black Bear Camp, and it's outside of Eugene, Oregon. And uh, it's, it's definitely for the, the wild and woolly who don't mind a camping experience, <laughs> but it's a, it's uh-huh. a beautiful site. Oh my God. They've got a yurt that's got this beautiful wood floor, sprung wood floor. We're going to do movement. We're going to meditate. We're going to eat fabulous food. And then in November, I'm doing a cruise. I'm going to be on the mysteries of the ancients. And I'm one of several people on this cruise that's going to leave Los Angeles and go all the way down the coast of Mexico, and it's going to be fabulous. It's, all of this stuff is on my website, so uh, you're welcome to, you know, take a look and sign up for things. My website is Sonia, S-O-N-J-A, Grace, G-R-A-C-E dot com. There you have it, and you 2017 also, in and, a nutshell. Yeah, wow, you are mm-hmm. just all over creation, my goodness, and and, and literally mm-hmm. in many ways. <laughs> and right. I know you work with people individually, too. Um, in, you continue to do that, I assume, in terms of, of working I with am. people. On, mm-hmm. I am. I'm actually booked clear into the end of February. And, um, you know, listeners, if you would like to have a session with me, just get onto my online calendar and get yourself scheduled because, once I go on coast to coast on Friday, it will probably be much oh. further out because <laughs> that, that tends to happen. Yeah. yeah. You know, yeah, and I'm going to be talking about, yeah. I was just going to say, I'm going to be talking about angels on coast. So oh. everything about angels. Yeah. Yeah. It should be fun. You know, that is so synchronistic. I have to share with you, Sonia, that as we have been on the air, a a relative communicated to me that some lost relative of mine has an angel business. (laughs) And and I'm definitely going to connect with it. Yes, yes. And and it's just I just saw it like flash by. And it's like, wow. And, well, I had already thought of the earth angel um, um, reference there, but now, of course, you mention angels. So, so isn't that interesting? Uh, this is from my that Italian so, heritage. <laughs> and, and that is so, so cool. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, now, something, well, one thing I wanted to say about Coast to Coast, what a blessing, Sony, that you're going to be there because they say Coast to Coast maybe has one of the biggest audiences. I mean, it is mm-hmm. it is mm-hmm. just amazing, the outreach and the mm-hmm. synchronicities that will occur when people just turn it on. And hear your voice, whether they're traveling. In fact, you, I'm mm-hmm. sure you realize this, but I'm, I'm making sure you think about this a little. There are people who are going to be on the road that night, 
and they are going to turn on mm-hmm. coast to coast because that's what's on. And there you're going to be. Right. <laughs> so, right, so right. they're going to be listening. Who People who've never, you know, they don't know anything about a lot of this. You know, maybe deep down mm-hmm. they, they have an inkling. But what a gift. Right. And I'm so thrilled yes. you're going to be on there. Um, yes, now, me too. Me last, too. And, I, and yeah. the show the show's taking place from Hawaii, so it'll be really fun to, mm-hmm. to talk to George from Hawaii. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, and now, as we enter into um, the last, um, gosh, I guess we're already to like the last eight minutes, I thought that mm-hmm. I would have you perhaps guide us through something for the solstice, Sonia, whatever whatever you're you're led to do, just to help us set mm-hmm. our energy for whatever we're going to be doing this evening, either alone or with other people or energetically, mm-hmm. um, um, if mm-hmm. you'd like to do that for us. Yeah, sure. I would love to do something with, with all the listeners. So so let's have everybody close your eyes and make sure that your feet are planted on the ground <clears throat> just for a little bit if you want to go back to sitting cross-legged. But put your feet on the ground and just open up the top of your head and the bottom of your feet and feel this beautiful river of water rushing through your body out your feet into the ground and down your arms, out your hands into the ground and just feel that river washing away anything that doesn't need to be there, especially if you're dealing with illness or some kind of, you know, chronic condition, just feel that water going through your joints and your bones and your, your whole body, your organs, washing your organs clean and just release it out your feet into the ground. And then, Feel the river changing colors, whatever color you like it to be, and let your whole body fill up with that particular color. Just feel your whole body filling up with a really beautiful vibration. And I want you to have your hands in front of you and and hold your hands together like you've got water cupped in your hands. And I want you to imagine water in your hands you're holding water in your hands and I want you to feel your heart just open up like a rays of sunlight going out to this water you're holding in your hands and just feel your heart your love filling up that water in your hands yep and then I want you to take that water after you filled it up with love just this imaginary water in your hands, and I want you to take it over your heart, down your body. Uh-huh. Good. And take it over your head. Good. And I want you to keep that energy going from your heart, these rays of love shining out towards others, and let rays of love shine in towards yourself. And as those rays are going out towards others, I want you to feel those rays going out to the water all over the earth. Your heart, your love is touching that water. It's filling that water up with your love. It's going, your rays of love are going deep into the earth, all the way to the core of the earth. And those rays are just as powerful, shining in towards you, filling up your soul body with all this love. And you're so filled with love now that nothing else matters. 
just the feeling of love. That's all that you have inside of you. That's all that matters. Everything else falls into place when we are in a state of love. Everything works out because we're in a state of love. Our karma starts to dissolve and get worked out when we are in a state of love. So let this state of love be the state you live in for this next year. If you're having a hard time getting in touch with that state of love, I want you to think about how much you love your dog or your cat or your children, or your mom or your dad or your husband or your wife. Yeah, and that let that ignite your heart so that you can send those rays out into the water everywhere and back into yourself. Mm-hmm. And I'm asking creator and the goddess that all of you are blessed on this winter solstice, that all of you have exactly what you need and a little bit more so that you can be who you are authentically and do your purpose and everything that you're meant to do here on earth. And I ask that all of you are blessed and have a wonderful, wonderful solstice and a wonderful new year. Well, Sonia, thank you for being with us mm-hmm. during this time uh, as we. I want you to know it's it's raining here, which is a big blessing. So we had a big blessing while this was going on. Oh, isn't that perfect? And and it's mm-hmm. been rather magical here. <laughs> I I um I of course that's not unusual in the right. Pacific Northwest. Of course, the entire Earth is magical, and so. So um, in these final minutes, I just want to say thank you from my heart yet again, mm-hmm. not only for this time mm-hmm. we had together, but for um, the, the now multiple years that you've been with us, yes. Sonia. I I am just you you give me so much joy and and mm-hmm. and I have just such love for you in my heart. Um, as a as a soul sister out there, and and thank and you, thank you, thank you so much yeah. for all you're doing in the world. Yeah, thank you, and thank you for having me on, and you know, allowing me to celebrate the solstice and equinoxes with you. It's really a pleasure, and I love you so much. Thank you, Susan. <laughs> oh, well, you have a wonderful ceremony in that beautiful place. I know it's just going to be. Mm-hmm. Amazing, and so um, mm-hmm. may you go in peace and be blessed tonight, yeah. and share your blessing Thank you. as you did here. Okay. Thank you again. Okay. Thank you. You too. And um, just gently here to the audience, since I know that our energy, I can feel it out there, the the shift in the energy, and so I'm going to softly say that um, the Frontier Beyond Fear is going to take a little break. I invite you to visit the archive, FrontierBeyondFear.com. If you're guided to support the show during this time, I welcome your energetic and other kinds of gifts. 
at FrontierBeyondFear.com. Um, you can learn about that. And I do invite you, visit the archive, explore. And I'll be coming on. Follow the show and you will find me. You'll know when I come on spontaneously and we'll be having more guests um, in 2017. So, um, And thank you, audience, for being here. I so appreciate all of you. My heart be yours. Have a wonderful solstice a wonderful holiday, and hope for the new year. Take care, everyone.